also mansplaining is short for man explaining. I don't know if you. <laughs> <laughs> so what he means by mansplaining, you guys, is <laughs> I make that joke with my friends all the time when I get and they, and they'll call me out. Know, some especially as my uh, my lady friends will call me out on, "Are you mansplaining right now?" And then I'll say, "So mansplaining," and they're like, "I usually get a slap." But the jo- the joke stands for me because mansplaining is is a ridiculous. Oh, I uh, love that so thing much. That we do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, so you've been up since five o'clock this morning. Did you step in cat vomit? What happened? I have not only been up since five. I've been on these fucking calls since about five thirty. Okay. So I had, so I had about fifteen my... minutes to make. Oh God! I made instant coffee. I've been drinking instant coffee. Oh, buddy. Partially because the sleeping times here have been weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like understood. to fire up a pot of coffee is pretty loud. But I've yeah. got this like Japanese um, like hot water pot, which is yeah. so fucking cool. It lights up blue, this awesome color Ooh. of blue when, it light, when it's yeah. boiling. And yeah. um, I'll, 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 link, I'll link it. So you can buy it on Amazon. Maybe we'll be an affiliate. Yeah, but you're an affiliate. It's store. awesome. It, like it boils water really quickly, and it. But it's got this beautiful blue light. So if it's dark, it looks so oh. fucking cool. I love. I like that's honestly that's why yeah. I use it. Um, yeah. But so I've pretty. been I've been fucking with instant coffee. Like I'm a Sumatra dude, but yeah. I also like even just I like your French roasts. Throw a little Hawaiian in there or something, you know. First, here's my question for you with regards to your coffee. Yeah, um, uh, and this is a: Do you prefer the way coffee tastes or the way it makes you feel? Both, both. You want okay? I think, listen, listen. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is this is a truth bomb. Oh, I don't know if we should we shouldn't put this on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Two Shots and a Royalty Check, brought to you by Venmo, your money, your move, and liquid death, murder your thirst. Let's get back into it. There are some coffees that taste like pussy to me, and I love that. <laughs> I mean that good, I did not good see that stuff. coming. Okay. I did not need to no, see that no coming. No one saw that coming. No one's ever said that ever before in the history of podcasts. Um, no, I um, I do love the taste of coffee, but like I'm not yeah. I'm not a frou-frou guy. Like I don't have to have a Starbucks. Um, although yeah. I do love Starbucks um, Sumatra. That's my favorite coffee. Yeah. That and like um, I do like, well, I mean, I like all Sumatras, like the real Sumatras that come from the Sumatra region. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fruity guy. I like dark roast. Um, yeah. but, but I love the taste of coffee. But I mean, I love the taste of truck stop coffee. Like the yeah. one that's been on the burner all day and is a little bit. Burnt. burnt, yeah, I did. Yeah. I drink it black. I yeah. don't put anything in it. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I love the taste of coffee in the morning as long as it's strong. Weak coffee, yeah. I will, you know, I I'll throw it out. I'll I'll just throw it out, and if I taste it and there it's is, weak, like it's it just yeah. tastes like dirty water. What about there you? What no kind of coffee, coffee do you like? There's no strong coffee. There's only weak people. Yes, that's um, true. <laughs> I like, um, I like. Almost all coffees. Really? Um, yeah, I am. A, I'm a very big fan. I'll try. I'll try anything once, twice if I like it. Um, that's not a metaphor. Uh, so, but for allegory. me, coffee is coffee is like 
I like to, I like it to taste good. And I like the way the right kind of coffee makes me feel. Right? Okay, but tastes good. What do you mean by that? Do you like a dark roast, a medium roast, a light roast, a um, breakfast blend? I like all roasts oh, for different really? reasons. Um, but the thing I'm the, when I'm up at seven o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, such as yourself, the first thing I want my coffee to do is be hot and kickstart the motor. That's it. Yeah. Right. Beyond that, and then the second cup is a different experience. But the first cup is uh, I need to poop <laughs> and get this get this party started. Sure, there is that. So you know, uh, I don't feel for, it right I, away I, though because I'm I'm perpetually tired. Yeah, um, for good reason. Well, it's not like I'm yeah. just you know up doing drugs all night. Contrary to what this podcast would have you believe, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just have never been a, a good sleeper. Never, yeah, you know, and it's part of my upbringing where you know my parents were like, you know, you're burning daylight, let's get going. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll be able to sleep when you're dead, and it's like, well, as it turns out, I probably need the... more sleep when I'm alive. I I remember like having similar experiences with my family when I was younger, and then presenting evidence about how much sleep teenagers needed, and then just proceeded not to leave my room ever. But um. Did you ever read the article that was talked about how waking up in the middle of the night is pretty normal because uh, sleeping through the night eight hours straight is a pretty modern idea? Yes. Yeah, like in the and Middle Ages about, like, where people would— In the Middle Ages, it was to like sleep for four hours. Watch your yeah. house to make sure it wasn't broken into. You would sleep three or four hours, and then yeah. you would go like do you, like, something. Like you had to stoke the yeah. fire, put more water mm-hmm. on, check the door, make sure the horses are okay. No one should yeah. have been asleep, asleep all night. Yeah, but it made it made sense. Like why why you know like naturally some people just like are, are I don't know what the statistics are on this because but who wakes up in the middle of the night and who doesn't? But apparently it's perfectly normal for you to wake up in the middle of the night for a while and then go back to sleep again because that's mm. part of how you've evolved as a human. That's the trick. Is go like back to sleep again. I have no problems falling asleep. I have problems staying asleep. I have no... And maybe I should... I don't have a problem falling asleep if I'm tired, tired, and I normally am late. But I have yeah. trouble getting back to sleep once I've woken up. So if I yes. wake up at three or four... Okay. Oh, here's mm-hmm. something. So this ties it all together. If I smell yeah. coffee, like when I'm on an I'm international <laughs> flight, yeah. and you know you slam ambient and a bunch of wine and you're like, <laughs> I'll wake up in Frankfurt. And, you know, but for whatever reason, because of the time change, coffee starts brewing. Yeah. If I smell coffee, it's over. It is yeah. over. I am up, up, up. <clears throat> I may not be aware, but I cannot get back yeah. to sleep. So if I get up at three or four and it's like, Ooh, I really want coffee. And I make a cut co- like it's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No more yeah. for me. Um, I think there's an interesting there's an interesting tie into the whole music career piece on this, which is we as I mean for probably the last twenty years or so I've been the headliner in the bands yeah which means I go on stage at ten thirty yeah at night um, and so there's a part of me I've talked to my friend Corey about this a bunch of times there's a piece of us that has conditioned our bodies to our heart like a, your your body you know, just gets ready at 1030 and I like, here we go, yeah. you know, yeah. to like, we're going to, we're going to now throw down the thunder up on stage. And I think that that is like, and like trying to go to sleep for me at a reasonable hour. Yeah. It's going to work, but I'm ready to fucking party again by 2am because yep. 
the show and then the after party was where it was at, you know, and my body's conditioned to do that. And it's, it's taking some time to settle into a different routine these days. I can't do it. I mean, I used to be able to wake up early like today and kind of work early in the morning and then, and then, you know, I'd still like tonight, I will still not go to sleep till midnight, but I also have to like condition myself. I'm, I'm on some night projects right now too. So I have to do some things at night. And so I'm trying to condition myself for that. But I think like touring did that to me where you could be dead ass tired from the road and from all the things you have to do during the day and even laying in the hotel room or whatever. And then it's like nine or 10 o'clock, your body's just bam, you got to go. Yep. And I will just get that second, third wind. Yeah. You know, and that just never goes away for me. It just oh, hasn't. Yeah. And oh my yeah. God. And like this is like the ultimate night owl conversation. Remember growing up, like I mean, I I was talking to kind of a young in about this. When I say young in, I mean like under twenty-five. And oh, okay. a, a younger person. And I was yes. talking to somebody about this, and um they didn't understand the term graveyard shift. Oh, they don't yeah. use that anymore. What do they use? Night shift? Uh, just overnight or, or late. But, yeah. but most people don't, like, most people don't. Like, they don't, they yeah. don't do that. There's not a whole lot of graveyard yeah. shifts. There's not, like, people stocking yeah. shelves like there used to be. They just do yeah. it all day long, and the vendors stock them or whatever. But she was telling yeah. me, she was like, God, what a horrible thing. They actually called it that? Like, why'd they call it that? I was like, yeah. well, because you die early. <laughs> and like I it's, remember my brother dark worked graveyards. Here in Music Pod. I worked yeah. graveyards a few times. But like it's yeah. just not something that that this generation, the younger generation uses, and thank goodness. Yeah. Like good for them. Yeah. Um but you remember growing up, like if you were a night owl, you were just seen as a piece of shit. Like Yeah, something was wrong. Yeah, with no you. matter how much you worked or whatever you accomplished. Yeah. Like my buddy Troy, he's that kind of guy. He loves to sleep until yeah, we've talked about him on the show before. He talks like yeah. this, you get. He's very much a Cartman, you get. Um He loves to sleep. <laughs> he loves to stay up playing video games till three or four in the morning yeah. and he sleeps until yeah. one or two. Um yeah. and he has reasons for it. He doesn't like the morning light. He doesn't yeah. like the heat of the day. He likes it cool. Yeah. He always has a fan on. He's a night owl. Yeah. And yeah. people just... Now, in his case, he is lazy. <laughs> but, but people always <laughs> consider him lazy. But mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about this? Like, I know... Like, yeah, professional songwriting. I can write a song at 11 o'clock in the morning. Or I can write yeah. a song at 2. But yeah. those zingers, those zingers of creativity, sometimes the playing and stuff like that... Man, mm-hmm. 10 30, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, it really hits you. And you're like, that's good. That's a good line. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, there is a, something about, and this isn't just musicians, it's writers, it's painters, it's yeah. creators. creators. Yeah, creative folks. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's something more romantic about creating something at night. Uh, do you feel the same way? I think it depends on what you're creating. Okay. Um, I think that there's a. I, I I think it depends on the, the, the creative project. I also think it depends on the people. We've talked about excuse me. Um my uh I, I'm a I'm a seven thirty to two. I'm a lunch lunch pail uh yeah. uh musician. After about three or four, I'm kinda like I'm ready to, you know, shut my brain down a little bit. 
Um, I'll usually take a nap if I can, which is not often, but, um, you know, like I'm most, most productive in, I'm in my most creative energy, uh, usually about 4am when that first initial wake up kicks. Uh, and then at seven thirty in the morning, seven thirty to two is about my real, real fertile creative time. Uh-huh. Um, I, but it also has to do with like, I mean, I, I also get creative bursts, um, at, at like seven o'clock at night, but they don't last as long. They're like, and they're also, I'm also hyper aware of how I feel in any of those creative moments. If I hit a, if I hit a wall and I'm not liking anything that's happening and I'm not, I'm not making any progress, I'm just doing things to do things, I will stop. Right. Because it's not, it's not worth it at that point. I, I don't want to, I don't want to just keep beating the shit out of something to beat the shit out of it. I'd rather have, uh, you know, some movement on things. I want this to move and, and, and it feel like it's, it's actually taking a step forward, not a step sideways. And so, I mean, like we've talked about that in the studio too. If I see a, a, a session player that is going through the same thing, if I feel like they're not, um, you know, there, it's a law of diminishing, there's diminishing returns after we keep going. Yeah. Um, we, we'll stop and do something else and send that guy out for, for lunch or for, you know, smoke a joint or whatever, just to give him some time away from this and refresh a little bit because it re- refreshing matters. Yeah. Being, being fresh does matter. Whether let, I mean, I can do that twice in a day. If I do a morning shift and I take a break and I kind of just cleanse the palate and then I can do an evening thing as well. But I do need that space between them to not. The space between. Thank you, David. Thank you. <laughs> What's the, Trevor says, what was the Jimmy Fallon? He'd just go, Opa! <laughs> you know, was the, the <laughs> Jimmy Fallon or something much. like that. Um, <laughs> uh, Put reverb on it. It's perfect. I, uh, I really love that record, by the way. Crash. Um, that Crash. Yes, yeah, such a good yeah. record. Crash and the one after that, Before These Crowded Streets. Yeah. Um, that record is fucking amazing. After that, it kind of, you know, there's some st- good yeah, stuff, but it's, it's not it's the same. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> but um, should we look at our rundown? Because I feel like we've uh, we've hammered out of the bullshit today. I want to kind of touch on some things so we don't lose. I, I don't think we uh, have to. The, it's we we talked about night owls and things. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. yeah, we don't talk about shit. Well, here's the sink of the week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should talk about. Uh, God, should we promote Scott? Yeah, yeah let's promote let's give Scott. Scott some love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. know what would fix that? Um, yeah. Mr. Scott Ewell, Dr. Scott Ewell. Dr. Scott Ewell. Big sold-out show last night at the Bluebird. Yeah, um, with Nita Strauss. Nita who's, uh, Strauss. Uh, yeah. Scott's uh, is doing a bunch of stuff with uh, our, our friends in Lola Black right now. Yes, yes, around here. yes. Yeah, they played at the Bluebird sold-out last night. I went to high school with that dude. Isn't that crazy? With uh, Dillinger? Yeah. Chris Dillinger? I went, to, I went to junior high with him. Oh, That's how far we wow. go back. There are only like three of us that are still wow. in the music game from wow. then and it, from yeah. that same class. But like, yeah. yeah, I've known that dude longer than Dirt. Um, oh, but boy. Like, yeah, love him. Love Lola. Yeah. Love everybody in that. And that group. Yeah. I'm happy that Scott's doing it. So Scott yeah. did. Um, he runs a cool YouTube channel. We're going to link it. We're going to. Put up a little something on there because he does. I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. Um, but yeah. he did an awesome thing about scammers on YouTube, and mm-hmm. 
And I think this goes to anyone in the music game that is trying to serve their fan base um, and connect to their fan base by doing a giveaway or by doing yeah. something that provides them access. Whenever you do that, you kind of open yourself up to the trolls and the scammers that come in and say and mm-hmm. try to impersonate you as an artist. And big artists yeah. go through this too. Um, but impersonate you as a creator or as an artist and say, hey, you won. Thank you so much for following me or my channel or my band. And, uh, you know, I want to send you X. And then what yeah. they will do is try to take that off of the channel, talk to you on Discord or WhatsApp or um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or Telegram, some of these places, and uh, get you to pay something for shipping, maybe, let's say. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was shipping for, like, I believe it was a guitar or a guitar and amp. And they try to get yeah. you for, you know, like, hey, look, I'm happy to give you this $1,000 guitar. Tough for me to cover the hundred dollars in shipping or the two hundred dollars in shipping. Could would you yeah. mind sending me the shipping so I can send you this a thousand dollar guitar? Um, I've seen yeah. bands that go through this with like, hey, we want to send you a free record. Uh, we're going to send yeah. you a vinyl, um, yeah. but you know it's going to cost like fifty bucks to send it. Would you mind just paying the shipping, and we'll kick yeah. in an extra T-shirt or something? Um, so, without giving the end of this away. But I'm going to give a little of the end of it. Don't (laughs) give them money. Don't ever give someone you can't text money. Someone that's on Mm -hmm. your phone that you can text or talk to, don't give them money. Don't Venmo. Don't Mm -hmm. Cash App. Don't whatever. Don't send Mm -hmm. it Bitcoin. Um, And so Scott (laughs) Yule did a fantastic video because he... Uh, acted like he was one of his fans, one of his subscribers, uh, following up on this scam and kind of went through the process, screenshotted all the conversations with the scammer. Um, And like I Mm -hmm. said, we are going to post this so you can see it because this video should go viral. Everyone that's ever been on YouTube um, should watch this. And a lot of people, you know, look, there's a a piece of this where you feel embarrassed, where you feel, you know, ashamed that you fell for it. Mm Um, as he yeah. says in the video, look, we've all fallen for it in one way or another. I think he talked about how he you know, fell for a Craigslist scam to buy something in a parking lot and got screwed over. <laughs> yeah. All of us, if you've ever bought music. Yeah, we've all, we've all been there. bought music gear from someone off the street or, you know, or, or even when you're trying to buy something like a service in the music industry and someone's like, yeah, I'm going to get you I'm going to get you this many things or get your radio distribution. and then Get you 12,000 followers. That's right. Get you 1,000 followers. All real. All real. Um, all real. No click farms in India for you, yeah. sir. So um, it's a great video. It's something to look out for. Um, and in general, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Are, are you on the other side of this, that you should send money to people and, you know, fuck, it's cool that people get scammed? Is that what you're going to stand for here? <laughs> Absolutely. And here's the sink of the week. Stu is pro-scammer. Let's get to sinks. Oh, I, am, I am not pro-scammer. I am, of course, uh, I, it, it annoys me, but it is part of the marketplace. Um, if, you, uh, if you were to own a, a grocery store or you were to own a bodega, if you will, um, you have cameras up in there because some fuck's going to steal some shit from your store, yeah. right? This is, that's just part of the cost of doing business at this point. And so it, in, it's, it's, it's part of the, the internet we have. 
And I saw one the other day that I thought was really, really interesting, and it had to do with um, uh, official correspondences from banks. And mm. uh, it had to do with the different type of A's or different type of letters you can have. So you can have the, the A that kind of looks like a, a cursive 2 and an A that looks like a, a Roman versus a Greek or something like that. I don't remember what the font specificities are, but there's certain ones that computers do all the time, and there's ones that scammers do. So it'll say an email comes from Citibank.com, and the A will be the wrong kind of A, and it's uh, driving you to a site where they're going to steal all your shit. They're pretty fucking savvy about this shit now. Yeah. Like how to how to get past all your stuff. Um, I've had a I've I've dealt with it on my business account. I've had fraud hit my business account. I had somebody steal thousands of dollars, empty my fucking bank account before. Yeah. Um, and, and that's without uh, you falling for something. And that was out. That was basically me getting gas at a gas station. Somebody had one of those scanners in the the thing and stole and cloned my debit yeah. card, emptied my fucking bank. I've had people open credit cards in my name. I've had. I've sent money to people for gear that didn't uh, appear. I, I just dealt with it with a friend of mine who bought a guitar that was a guitar that we both have had and fell in love with and wanted another one. And he found one, and he bought it, and he sent them the money, and then the, the seller went MIA. And that was through an, a, a, a seller site like Revo. Yeah, a reputable that that reseller. A yeah. reputable site. It's out there. It's part of what it is. But you can. There's only so much you can do to keep an eye on it. So the thing I I always say is just just try to keep it as small as you can. Keep your mistakes as small as you can. Yeah. Be aware that this is happening and don't go into it with your eyes closed. Yeah, if you win something, you won something, and you shouldn't owe anything. That's that's yeah. rule number one. Um, I will give you like a, that whole letter thing. Uh, a business that I ran got screwed over for $30,000 based on an email mm. um, address where an I, a capital I, looks a hell of a lot like an L. L. And, mm -hmm. and that was all the same. And so the, the it looked like a real email. It looked like it was from the real mm -hmm. source. And it was spoofed, a spoofed email. I learned a, mm -hmm. hell, about, a hell of a lot about a certain kind of insurance that you have to get for that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, so here's, uh, we'll give you a few concrete ways to combat this, or at least to be on the lookout. One, if you win something, you won something, you should know anything. If they ask you for something, that's okay. Then you didn't win it. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. Don't feel guilty. Yeah. Um, just don't do it. Number two, if at all possible, and this is, and by the way, this is not meant for financial advice, but if at all possible, yeah. use a credit card. Most credit yeah. cards have insurance on them, and most credit card mm -hmm. companies, much like Amazon, sort of built, they build in scamming into it to where the payment process, so if you're using like PayPal or cash or whatever, those are all like online tech things run by algorithms. There aren't real people answering the mm -hmm. phone about you. It's really hard to get your money back. <laughs> PayPal sometimes is easier. But if you used a credit yeah. card, you you are a customer of them and you have credit, it's their money that got stolen, not yours, because yeah. you haven't paid off the credit yeah. card yet. And so they are yeah. much more likely to either write it off as a loss or mm -hmm. um, or go down the road and try to recover that money. Um, they have lawyers and huge teams to do that. So if at all possible, use a credit card. And what do I mean by that? I mean, don't use a debit card or something yeah. else connected to your bank account directly um, because the there's no go-between 
um, to fight for that. Yeah. So using a credit card is another thing. The other thing is that if you can't verify someone's existence in person, this is why I say this all the time. If you can't directly text them from phone to phone, FaceTime, text, call somebody. Yeah. To make sure they speak the language that they, you know, <laughs> like, listen, yeah. if half of the time, some of the, you can tell by the text that they're using and the little messages they send, they don't have full grasp yeah. of the English language. Um, yeah. That doesn't mean that someone from a foreign country is always going to be scamming you, but it is a red flag. Yeah. If if yeah. if that person is supposedly living in Chicago and they're like they're <laughs> like, Yes, I would be like very much to see you doing this by now. You know, they're like, Okay, yeah. fuck that. Fuck that guy, you know. Um so verify with like texting or calling or FaceTiming. If they don't have time yeah. to do that, then you're out. It's okay. You're out. Look yeah. for the next opportunity. Do you yeah. have anything to add? I had a I had a uh, this even happened to me when I was looking for a house to live in, to rent a house. I found a house on realtor.com and I got, I had a phone number to call. I filled out the sheet, got a text saying, Hey, this is what you do. And I said, okay. And I then got a, I, I said, when you arrive, call me, I'll, I'll, I'll come let you in. And the phone number comes from Texas. And the guy then has me outside the house, download an app. no, Wants me to download an app, and the app was um, was a was actually a a property management app, in which I basically say I want to look at this house. Here's all my information. Look in, and then th- then they want you to send them the deposit, the one month, the thirty five hundred dollars or whatever. It's four grand. It's going to be in deposit, and they don't. They're actually not renting the right. house. Just to make sure you're right? serious. Yes, just to make you yeah, yeah. Send, send me the deposit and we'll get you the we'll get you the lease done and it's like mm, you know and I I was at the house and there's a for sale sign on there and I said um, in this neighborhood <laughs> you're going to rent this house for less than the market value right then it was then the mortgage well, would be <laughs> yeah. then the mortgage yeah. would be. And I asked, the, and he just, and he just, and he just kept saying, like, just kept feeding me, but just, just download the app and go in and check it out, and then send me a deposit. And I was like, no. So I actually ended up calling the property management company and saying, hey, somebody's, uh, somebody's spoofing your uh, listing as a, you know, it's, it's incredibly sophisticated. Yeah. Some of these, some of these uh, scams, and I think that you know, with just a little bit of common sense, you'll be able to navigate most of them. But even somebody as savvy as Scott is, except for his crypto wallet, um, <laughs> is if, if if somebody like him can actually ha- has to ha- has this happen too, it's it's just out there, and it's an understanding that this is part of having the society that we have, and it's an unfortunate butthole of a piece. Yeah, but it is there, and it's getting and so worse. Don't go into. With AI, it's getting worse. Like Don't go into you're going to have things Ugh. that happen. I, I was part of a meeting two weeks ago. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think this is embargoed. No, it won't be by the time this comes out. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't think so. No, it wasn't. It's not embargoed. Yeah. It's okay. Because this isn't going to come out tomorrow. So um, <laughs> we got to see some horrible things that are <clears throat> people using AI. So they'll take your phone call. They'll they'll record you speaking to them and mm-hmm. or your voicemail. Leave me a voicemail. Just simple thing, right? You're just leaving a voicemail. Yeah. Leave me a voicemail mm-hmm. and leave me this information. 
And it may not even be like really, really personal information. Just leave me some information about like, um, you know, how, like how tall you are, where you heard about us, just little things. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. and be like, not your credit card number, none of that, not your social, nothing. And then they yeah. take that, throw it through an AI, um, embedded, like an embedded, uh, file. Then it clones mm-hmm. your voice they can type mm. in what the text will be to fake your voice saying something. Yeah. Like, and basically you can say, Mom, this is your son, and I'm in jail. I need you to wire $500 here really quick. Mm. Or I was just yeah. on vacation, and I need you to um, Western Union money to this address, or I'm yeah. going to go to jail. Little things like that. Um, and then they hit like a grandma with it and yeah. saying like, you know, oh my God, this is, this is your grandson. I only have a few minutes here. I'm on a pay phone. This is a collect call, but I was able to get it through. I need you to send this to whatever, to my account. Here's my account yeah. information. Please do this within the next two hours. Little things like that. But like the person on the other end will think it's your voice. They can mm. AI, they can basically clone your website, your web traffic, your your socials and use that as like mm-hmm. social proof against it. And then like mm-hmm. scam someone, um, for you making an emergency call. Um, mm. that's going to happen some more. Plus they can actually take a, your personal photos from like say Facebook or Instagram and then mm-hmm. use mid journey to put you in somewhere else showing that uh. you're in Florida at a hotel. Can you please wire yeah. this money to this hotel? Mm-hmm. And it is brutal, brutal Yeah, that it's going to be yeah. like, I need some help. And you know that older ladies are going to fall for this. You know that older guys are yeah. going to like people are going to fall for it. Um, yeah. Because they but care. But this is not new. This is not it's new. Not new. This is not a new. It's just the, the, the methodology is changing. But the the this is a this is a pretty we've been fucking robbing and stealing and fucking each other over for thousands of years at this point in time. Yeah. For the most part, people are fine. You're going to deal with some fucking dirtbag shit, yeah. and you just do your best to mitigate that. That doesn't mean that this is all you're going to deal with. This is, uh, this is, a, this is a, just a... These are just cautionary tales, um, and just to kind of keep, uh, keep you all aware of what's going on, but... And it's not always I thousands like, of dollars. It, it, no, like, sometimes they're just running these automated scams for 50 bucks or 25 bucks to where you're like, oh, well, uh, if they were really scamming me, they wouldn't get just yeah. 25 bucks. What you don't understand is by doing that $25 transfer, oh, you just yeah. opened up the floodgates for the rest of it. That's exactly how churches yeah. get you. <laughs> Just send me $20 or this television channel is going to go off the air. By the way, thank you for your wire information. We're going to do $100 yeah. every month from now on or you're going to hell. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it used to be they would do the whole thing where it's like somebody has uh, got cloned your internet history and you're in deep shit. You, gotta, they, you know, they brick your... Yeah. My uncle had that happen in the UK, and he's like the uh, like a, a very religious, uh, you know, very sweet man. And they like bricked his fucking PC and said they weren't going to unlock it unless he sent him some Bitcoin. Well, and you're starting to see this now, where you can take some pictures yeah. and basically fake a porn 
and then you yeah. send the porn uh, to like a nice mom in the suburbs and say, mm-hmm. we have a video of you having sex with your neighbor and we were going to release mm-hmm. this unless you give us $1,000. And that yeah. would ruin her career, her church life, her friends, mm-hmm. her family. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. her. And yeah. then like that AI, that AI voice cloning thing, dude, yeah. oh man. Because we did yeah. it. I did it. And it sounded exactly like me. Exactly like me. Really? And so it, uh, yeah. I mean, there's no one who would pay for me to get out of jail, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'd pay for you no, to get you out of jail. Wouldn't. And nor should you. Shut up. Nor should you. Yes, I'll, I would. I'll get out on my. Are you having a good time I'll in get there? Get out on my own recognizance. Yeah, it's good storytelling. Yeah. I'm gonna write a good yeah. song. <laughs> I was telling stories about my there's buddy no about Caddy. There's no good about getting out of jail. <laughs> yeah. You know, you remember uh, our friend Michael Cadwell, yes, old Caddy. Caddy. Um, uh, uh, he, I was telling stories about how uh, Rincon. Um, he uh, he used to tell this story all the time, and it wasn't true. But he would uh, he would introduce people to me, be like, "Hey, it's my buddy Stu. He and I were in jail for each other. We blow each other for cigarettes." <laughs> um, and that would be how he would introduce me to people. <laughs> and uh, I think for a while there, there was a, probably about a good handful of humans in Denver that actually thought that was true. Now it was, but we weren't going to tell everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but that's how he'd introduce me to people. I was like, this guy, this guy and me, oh, the things we did to, to keep, to keep safe. Oof. Yeah. So what's, what's Lots gotten worse is social proof, right? Like it's all a confidence yeah. game to make you feel more confident to in this, in the, whatever the scam is. And the social proofing has gotten better. But listen, at this point, if they want to release, you know, a, a porn video about you, let them do it. Let them do it. Because, yeah. because yeah. guess what? They're going to have to pay for ads. Otherwise, it's going to die on the vine because they don't know how to work algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> Just like our yeah. TikToks. Oh, my God. Yeah, are we locked in at 250 per TikTok because we're a podcast? Oh, I mean, yeah. some of these videos are so damn good. And every one of them, they run up the For You page and it's like... 230, mm-hmm. 240, 250, 262. And I mean, 10% engagement. I got 25 likes on everything, 200 and some odd views. Nice. It will not go past that because they're like, you know, you first of all, you're, not do, you're doing it faceless. Second of all, you want people to go off of TikTok to listen to your podcast. And that's why. Oh, yeah, that, all yeah. that shit. So it's yeah. not just pure entertainment to stay on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like you, bastards. do we need to do some more pure entertainment pieces? I mean, I do have the cheerleading costume right over yeah. there. Yeah, and I've got these yeah. chains, and yeah, we can do it. <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed anymore. Is that allowed? It might be. No, it's not allowed anymore. But we appreciate you all being on TikTok with us, though. We are strong but yeah, mighty over there. <clears throat> um, fingerprints was my favorite one when we talked about uh, the. I, I've watched a few of them, and I enjoy them. They're good videos. Yeah, they're good uh, videos. You know, Animaniacs. It's yeah, good stuff. That's all, that's all, yeah. all right, let's get mm-hmm. into the sink of the sink. 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 Um, would you like to begin? Yeah, I would really like to begin. Anna begins again? Because, um, so, speaking of Scott Ewell, Scott, is, as I've said, has bugged me for uh, a good couple of years to watch this show from on MGM. Plus? 
the first season was all on 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 Prime, and I I fucking hammered through it hard. It's really really great, um, and they've uh, they got a bunch of interesting sinks in this, but uh, like there's what a, is from a about whole, for the people? Uh, basically, it's about it's about about a town, no name town, uh, where a bunch of people are trapped, and at night murderous creatures come out of the forest. Ooh, so Aurora. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, it's like Lost meets In the Mouth of Madness. If you ever saw that John Carpenter movie from the 90s. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was scary. That's, uh, that's yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit, but it's it's really, really fantastic. And one of the, uh, the there's a there's a diner in the show that has a, the, like those little tabletop jukeboxes that you could scroll oh, through. Yeah. And there's always a song playing on one of them to kind of give you the vibe of the episode. So there's a variety of great syncs in this thing, and a lot of the placements are older songs. But the one I want to talk about is actually the opening credit song. It is uh, a version of Que Sera Sera. Okay. Uh, Who was that? Not Rosemary Clooney. Who did the original? Doris Day, I believe. Doris Day. Thank you very much. Um, this cover by the is way, by you guys, Pixies. I shouldn't know that. I am not that old. There's no fucking way I should know that. Well, it's okay. But I'm an but old the, soul. The, the, ver- the version on the be- on the credits of From is by the Pixies. Ooh. So we got all Frank Black, and it's really it's all minor. Ooh. It's it is dark as fuck, and paired with the darkness of the credits, it is um it, it really like. Again, talking about like those songs that like really set the mood for the show. I will watch the credits for this show because that song, that choice is so good. It is such a perfect pairing. It really puts me in the mood to enjoy the show. And uh, I think that that's my sync of the week. That might, uh, it's, it's just a great, it's a great cover version of it. It's creepy as fuck. And uh, I love Pixies. Uh, so can I, uh, can I, I add a little bit to that? So of course. the songwriters for Kesara, Sarah, um, Jay Livingston, and Ray Evans. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, J O O. But um, it was uh, <laughs> written and published in uh, like 1955. And that song mm-hmm. and the Doris Day uh, popularization of it was from a Hitchcock film uh, called The Man Who Knew Too Much. So there's this. Oh, shit. So that's there's right. this horror. Like touchstone, you know, a little bit a touch point in there from that. That's uh, interesting. Like I, I forgot like a, it was a in there. Kidnapping, something like that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's why there's a little hat tip there um, to that. But so yeah, that's where that's that comes fucking from. cool. <clears throat> um, and I was I had to check to see if I was right about Doris Day, and I was, and God, yeah. I feel like. I'm not surprised. But my mom used to always say that. Like, how do you know about Perry Como? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. How yeah. do you know about, yeah. like, all these people? And so here I am again showing my age on mm-hmm. my sink. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm flying through Mrs. Maisel and loving every minute oh, of it because... It's fucking... How far I, in are this you? This has been chambered for me. I knew you watched it. I had to start getting into it. Um, I'm yeah. in season th- uh, three. Duh. Yeah, it's great. Is it the Shy Baldwin just, season? Yes, Shy Baldwin. And mm. I am just, mm. I love every minute of it. Um, yeah. I know that if you haven't seen it or if you've seen it, then you'll, you'll know this. But there is a whole group of people writing original songs of the time. 
Um, yeah. The cues run the show. It is a musical show. It is mm-hmm. written like a stage musical. It is super-duper yes. fantastic. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, season three, um, there is a placement of one of my favorite songs of all time from one of my favorite artists. And that is okay. Pennies from Heaven, Louis Prima. <sighs> yes. So I love Louis Prima. Fantastic. Always have loved Louis Prima. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've said it on this podcast a few times, but my grandpa was on was in big bands. I was mm. um, turned mm-hmm. on to big band music when I was very young. And so that's kind mm-hmm. of another reason why I'm an old soul. But yeah. uh, that song kills me. Um, I love Louis Prima's yeah. version of it. Um, Frank Sinatra did a good version of it. Few people mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. okay, so if you don't know the song, the, one of the lines is uh, every <laughs> time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. And then there's a background part that comes in that is slurringly drunk and a little off rhythm. It goes, dooby. And it is <laughs> so fucking good. I love it. But it got me thinking about these songs of the time. It makes sense. It's a great line. Yeah. Every time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. Look at that. Free money from heaven. But think about it. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Why is it raining pennies? Ouch. I have welts Ouch. on my head. I, my, it almost put my <laughs> eye out. My head is bleeding. Like, what a horrible yeah. idea. Why, God? Oh, why would you not rain paper money? That makes so much more yeah. sense. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> pennies. Did you ever get told that 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 urban legend about like if you throw a penny off the Empire State Building it would kill a man on the ground below? Yes, I don't know yeah. if that's a legend. I think that might be true. That might but be true. But I think a penny falls at the same rate as a as a um, as a bowling ball. There's a physics law about it, <gasps> but not as a feather. All right, physics people, no. jump in. Tell us what the actual thing is. Yeah, add us. Tell us why I we're mean, wrong. Because I'm, I'm we're getting in for into it. LIGO and gravitational waves. <laughs> Thank you very much, Einstein. We'll talk about that later. 68 years after Einstein's death, he was proven right again this week about gravitational yeah. waves. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Mrs. Maisel, Pennies from Heaven, Louis Prima, Shooby Doopy. What a great thing. We need more Shooby Doobies in music. Um, the soup. Well, is I think it's now going to happen. Robin Erdang um, on that. Just super fantastic. I know you've probably Very heard nice. this from all of your friends. If you haven't seen Mrs. Maisel and you like classic theater and you like, you know, snappy dialogue just amazing mm-hmm. clothes it's like it's like an oasis in your world you go and you live in another world for a little bit that probably yeah. never actually existed then either yeah it's stunning but you want it yeah to. um and mm-hmm. it's fantastic so that is my sink of the week hell yeah that is a fucking fantastic choice yeah and it's a great song and i've been just walking around the house mm-hmm. going shoopy doopy by the way, just when you <laughs> listen to it, just understand how off-kilter Shooby Dooby is every single time. It's meant to seem like Excellent. drunk, like the horn players are yelling it. And that's, <laughs> it's so great. It is so great. Okay. So that's Excellent. Sick of the Week. I love it. Um, Fantastic. All right, so let's wrap this sucker up. Remember to rate and subscribe us on Apple iPod or Apple Podcasts or iPods if you have iPods still. I have an iPod. I got a got the old click wheel That's going right. on. I got my YouTube iPod over there somewhere. Thanks for that. Um, 
Give us five stars. Leave <laughs> us a hilarious comment. Um, we're kicking a little bit of ass on YouTube. Thank you so much. You can always listen to this yeah, podcast for free you. on YouTube. And um, um, I'm still waiting for somebody to correct our Spanish from uh, the episode uh, from a few weeks ago. Mal. See? Yeah. There, nobody's, connect, nobody's corrected our Spanish no. yet. So I'm just going to assume we were correct. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, speak perfect <laughs> español. Um, yeah, thank you so much for that. And um, make sure to share this with your friends. TwoShotsMusicPod.com uh, will show you everywhere, except we have a link on there for Stitcher. Rest in peace, Stitcher. Stitcher is gone now as oh, a podcasting. Yeah, R.I.P. Folded down into uh, SiriusXM. Um, mm-hmm. And so, just so you know. But most of our people are on Apple, and we love you so much. Uh, if you like it nice. on Spotify, uh, thank you so much for listening over there. And um, yeah. until next time, we hope that you write great songs. Yeah. Keep writing. Keep writing. Keep loving. Keep singing. Keep dubbing. Keep hugging. God, what a fucking thing. Oh my god. Uh, did we? Did, this is why. I mean, we're professional songwriters. It's two here. o'clocks. I don't and write good are, at two o'clock. I don't write good too. This is my napping hour. <laughs> Give me two hours, and I've and I got another one. In there. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Shoopy doopy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>